27 degrees. Good morning, I'm Tom Robinson with KSOM, KS95 News. 48 of a high today, 34 the low temperature for tonight. Some rain in the forecast for uh, Christmas Eve and also for Christmas Day. Good chance for some scattered showers in the area. Well, uh, Harlan City Administrator Gene Geddes updated the City Council on Tuesday on the countywide ambulance service. Shelby County residents voted an overwhelming yes to a referendum on taxation to fund EMS service in Shelby County November 7th. The move to a countywide ambulance service was not anticipated until 2025. However, on November 10th, the Medivac provided notice without additional financial assistance in funding and ceased operations on December 1st, 2023. Yes, report on this morning by Jordan Sanders, the interim director with the Shelby County Ambulance Service that uh, continues to go well. Harlan Fire and Rescue has uh, been put on standby once, maybe twice, uh, twice now. Thank you, Richard. And uh, yet in terms of having to roll out that medic three or that other squad, we've not had the transport. And again, just reminding the public, that that's a an additional layer of protection and fail-safe that uh, we put in place. And just hats off once again to all the entities that stood that business up so quickly. The county purchased the medevac building equipment, reached an ambulance service agreement, and addendum to the agreement, an EMS and health insurance cost budget amendment, all by December 1st. Additionally, they hired the employees to operate the new countywide system. Well, Mayor Messina requests a road improvement during a Cass County Board of Supervisors meeting that occurred on Tuesday morning. Katie Saluk has this story. Messina Mayor Phil Sykodjan urged for assistance on Messina Road during the Cass County Board of Supervisors meeting on Tuesday. The city of Messina is looking to minimize traffic from heavy trucks through their main street. Sykodjan presented the idea, which includes rerouting trucks through Clark Avenue and overall avoiding Main Street. Sykodjan explains the reason behind this decision. And what our intentions were when we did Clark Street was to move all of that truck traffic off of our main street and put it on Clark Avenue. It's, it's twofold. One, it's tearing up our, our main street, but secondly, from a safety standpoint. You're having trucks coming down there, and, and if there was brake issues or anything else in the, in the winter, if it was slick, they slide in, you know, you're going right down through our main business district, and we would like to eliminate that. In Messina, Main Street is used by trucks daily to transport heavy loads at a suggested minimum of 10 trucks a day. To resolve this issue, Psychogen presented an idea to update Clark Avenue. What we would like the county to, to consider is taking Park Avenue from our corporate limits to Highway 148 and redoing it, widening it, paving it, doing something with it. Uh, because in its current condition, when we start putting heavier truck traffic on it, it's, it's going to have a bearing on it. Psychogen also stated that since Clark Ave has such a sharp edge curve near the base of East Cedar Street, Trucks do not extensively use it. The mayor also mentioned that the city was looking to pass an ordinance for a weight limit on the main street to force trucks to use Clark Ave. The board quickly retaliated, letting the mayor know that as long as main street is designated as a farm to market road, there cannot be a weight restriction. We just spent over a million dollars here a few years ago getting main street fixed up and it's being tore up by heavy truck traffic. Right. But as long as it's a farm to market road, you can't. Restricted, restricted, 
and until you can get it off the farm to markets. The board explained that if Psychogen and the City of Messina would like to remove the farm to market road, it would require a surrender of an estimated $9,000 in funding for the road, as well as attending a quarterly meeting with the farm to market board. From the city's standpoint, and I'll speak for the city, we'll give up that $9,000 to get that off of a farm to market designation, simply because that $9,000 doesn't even begin to repair the damage that gets done to our main street that we have to take and fix. While no decision was made, the board discussed working with the Cass County engineer, Trent Wolken, to determine possibilities, as well as meeting with the DOT. Due to the potential removal of a farm-to-market road, the county would also need to find a replacement road to receive that FTM funding. The board also discussed potentially adding this project to the five-year road plan. The next meeting for the Cass County Board of Supervisors is Tuesday, December 26th. And I'm Katie Saluk reporting. Thanks a lot, Katie. The Griswold School Board approved the attendance pilot policy program concept on Monday. Griswold School Superintendent Dave Henry says the policy addresses students 16 years or older who have missed a lot of school. Henry says if a student is considered to have chronic absenteeism or miss 10 or more days in two consecutive semesters, they can be removed from that class or classes, placed on an online program, and complete the courses there. This is not met as a punishment for kids, but rather what, what we find is kids get into a cycle or a spiral of getting way behind, and then it just gets worse because they feel like there's no way out which causes their grades and other classes to go down, as well as more absenteeism. Henry says this is a credit recovery program for chronically absent students. The pilot program will start in the second semester pending some revisions to the policy's language. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley made a campaign stop at the Erie Contaminating Wickman Farm northeast of Atlantic on Tuesday morning. Haley is an American politician and diplomat who served as governor of South Carolina from 2011 to 2017 and the 29th United States ambassador to the United Nations from January 2017 through December 2018. Haley says she didn't need to talk about how bad things are. She said everyone is feeling it when they go to the grocery store, paying their mortgage payment or insurance payment. It's all gone up. And I would love to tell you Biden did that to us. And he sent us down this socialism creep that's dangerous, that we have to end. But I've always spoken in hard truths, and I'm going to do that with you this morning. Our Republicans did that to us, too. You go look at that $2.2 trillion COVID stimulus bill that they passed with no accountability. They expanded welfare that has now left us with 100 million Americans on Medicaid, 42 million Americans on food stamps. That's a third of our population. And did Republicans try and make it right? No. They opened up earmarks and pet projects for the first time in 10 years, pushing through 7,000 of them last December. And Haley said it's time to get to work and fix it. She would start with the economy. The first thing we do is we call back the $100 billion of unspent COVID dollars that are out there. Instead of 87,000 IRS agents going after middle America, go after the hundreds of billions of dollars of COVID fraud. One out of every $7 was spent fraudulent. Meanwhile, Haley said she would stop the spending, eliminate the earmarks, stop the borrowing, and she would veto any spending bill that doesn't take us back to pre-COVID levels. 
She said the second thing she will do is take as many federal programs as she can and pass them down to the estates. A lot of Iowans here appear to be starting their own business. Out of the last eight years, seven of them we've seen record-breaking every year. It goes up more and more and more. Iowa Secretary of State Paul Pate, he says new businesses have been registered with his office. He says a record of 34,500 new businesses have registered this year. Red Oak Police Department is teaming up with the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office and the Governor's Traffic Safety Bureau during the Christmas and New Year holidays. According to AAA, from December 15th through January 1st, an expected 104 million people will be traveling the roadways. This is a 1.8% increase in law enforcement to ensure that safe driving practices are used. Red Oak Police Chief Justin Ramey says he would like to see an increase in designated drivers with this statistic. The Red Oak Police Department reminds the public to drive sober and responsibly during this holiday season. AAA is working to keep impaired drivers off the roadways this holiday season. On Friday, the Auto Club Group will activate its tow-to-go program in Nebraska, Iowa, and other states. Brian Orton with AAA says, if faced with the decision of driving impaired, put down those keys, pick up the phone, and call the tow-to-go. Orton says AAA will dispatch a truck to take you and your vehicle to a safe location within a 10 mile radius. Now, AAA service technicians expect to rescue more than 937,000 drivers with car trouble during the upcoming holidays. So authorities say to treat tow-to-go as a last resort, plan and identify a designated driver or ride-sharing service before you party. The tow-to-go is active from 6 p.m. Friday, December 22nd to 6 a.m. Tuesday, January 2nd. It is available in Florida, Georgia, Iowa, Minnesota, North Dakota, Nebraska, Tennessee, Wisconsin, Denver, Colorado, and Charlotte, North Carolina, and Fort Wayne, Indiana, and South Bend, Indiana. This is the 25th year the Auto Club Group has provided the tow-to-go program. When called upon, the Auto Club Group dispatches a tow truck to transport the impaired person and their vehicle to a safe location within that 10-mile radius for free. Since its inception, tow-to-go has removed more than 25,000 impaired drivers off the road. I'm Tom Robinson. ABC News is next.